It's time for Clemson Sports Talk with Lawton Swan. Just call me Swanee. Finally, Clemson Sports Talk has come back to drive time. Hello, everybody. Lawton Swan back in the saddle. Once again, it is the show that shakes the Southland. Clemson Sports Talk for you each and every afternoon as you make your way around the great state of South Carolina and beyond. Listening to us on fantastic radio stations like Fox Sports Radio 1400 in the Midlands, Sports Radio 100.1 The Fan in Florence, 920 AM in Manning, coming to a station near you. If you want to hear more from the show that shakes the Southland, go tell your local radio station to give your boy Swanee a shout. <laughs> we'll, we'll do what we can, and we appreciate everybody from the folks at iHeart, the folks at Cumulus, all the great stations who have carried this program throughout the years. We're continuing to build uh, one station at a time. 803-450-0086, 803-450-0086. That's the way that you can be a part of the program today. We'll hear from Dabo Swinney. Of course, the Clemson Tigers are back out on the practice fields today, uh, getting into day two officially of fall camp. Uh, we'll have reaction for that yesterday, right afterwards, after we finally got the news on Xavier Thomas. We did a little live broadcast for you here. And I'm thinking, honestly, it, it went so well, I think we'll probably do that tonight too. So make sure that uh, you like or do whatever you got to do wherever you're watching right now you know, to subscribe or, or, or whatever, to be alerted. You know, some places call it subscribing. Some places call it being alerted. But we still want you to be a part of this thing. And one of the great ways that you can do it is if you check that box and then boom, you're in the next time we go live. So we'll do a recap after Dabo Sweeney. Actually, today, James Skalski, Trevor Lawrence. That's who we're going to hear from. So if you want to hear from either of those guys and find out what they said, we will try to recap it. They kick off at about 6.40. I can't imagine they go much past 7 o'clock. So uh, we'll see where it goes from that standpoint today. But yesterday, yesterday it was Dabo Sweeney. And uh, a couple of comments from Dabo here for you on the show today. And again, if you have a question and you're watching on Facebook, it's weird because Fridays, for whatever reason, I I, you know, I don't know what y'all are doing with your lives, but apparently it's getting out of work and not hanging around the old office and trying to be a part of the show that shakes the Southland at four o'clock in the afternoon. But, but we're going to encourage you. We're going to make Fridays all about you. I think that'll be our new plan with this deal. And we'll let you give us Friday feedback and give us Friday thoughts. And uh, we'll try to break those down. So, you know, I, I get it. I get it. The show is a lot of the times about the host extraordinaire. I think that your time is done. And I think that the spotlight should go on top of me. Yeah. But today the spotlight goes on top of you. 803-450-0086. And we'll highlight your questions here today on the show that shakes the Southland. All right. So Dabo Sweeney spoke. Uh, yesterday evening and and you know honestly went for a, a decent amount of time um i i was pretty impressed with what we got to hear from Dabo Sweeney yesterday and and i think all in total it ended up being about 30 minutes or so 
uh, with the head ball coach there in Tigertown and uh, everybody's just anxious to hear anything at this point. I'll, I'll be honest, if Dabo Sweeney had come out there playing a harmonica and a one, you know, what do you call it, a one-man band, I would have tuned in for about 20 minutes to be able to just get something, uh, some, kind, some type of fresh and new content. But uh, here's what Coach Sweeney had to say yesterday about the Tigers being back at it. Oh, my goodness. It was uh, certainly uh, – <laughs> we, we've never had – football practice with, with, with the type of protocols that we have in place. But uh, absolutely, once we get on the field, I mean, it just – it was awesome. And uh, so, you know, just a blessing to be able to get back and, and uh, unbelievable energy and excitement uh, by everyone to get back. Really proud of our guys. Uh, amazing summer. Uh, you know, obviously it's been incredibly challenging for everyone since March and, you know, especially for our players – uh, with limited access to weights and things like that and facilities shut down. But I tell you, these guys, uh, just just like I thought, um, I mean, their commitment really uh, has shined through because the great majority of our guys are in, in great shape. They've worked really hard. Uh, their, their body weights are where they need to be. And, and uh, you know, in a hot day like this, to see them on the first day uh, was, was awesome. But the tempo was good. Uh, again, the energy was great. Opening day, and listen, you know, as I told them at the end of practice, tomorrow is not day two; it's day one as well. Every day is is, is day one. Uh, every day is opening day, and uh, that has to be the mindset uh, that we have to have, and just truly uh, make the most of every single day that that we get. Dabo Sweeney there talking with the media yesterday via Zoom. And, and you could hear the jugs machine in the background doing the uh, ticking. And uh, that machine used to be a major annoyance for guys like me during this time of the year because you're trying to get the interviews. You got the noise in the background. Let me tell you, I was so thankful to hear the jugs machine yesterday because that meant we were talking a little college football. And we still, we don't know if we're going to get there, right? I mean, that's a big question. We don't know if we're going to get there. But my goodness, it's been fun to talk about. You know, Dabo Sweeney was asked about players potentially opting out yesterday, and that's when he gave us the update on what's been going on with Xavier Thomas. As I noted here on this show, I said, look, you're in the midst of the COVID-19 era. Just because a kid isn't at a weigh-in does not signify that this is a kid that's sitting out or not playing. Here's what Dabo Sweeney had to say when he was asked about poten- the potential that players would opt out in Tigertown, which is a growing trend right now in college football no we, we've not had any do they don't want to play can you hear me yeah okay uh no we've not had yeah i can uh, hear you fine okay we've not had any of that in fact I, I told our team back in june uh you know really before any of this stuff kind of became a thing i told our guys back in june I, in fact i actually called a team meeting just for that purpose uh i told every every single one uh and the staff listen uh nobody uh, has to be here. Nobody, nobody has to come back. This is before we came back for mandatory uh, workouts and stuff. I want everybody to know, uh, you know, you don't, you do, your scholarships are good. No, I don't want anybody fearful. No one needs to worry about your scholarship or job, any of that stuff. Okay. Uh, so, you know, we, we addressed that back in way back in June and, uh, you know, we've not had any of that. You know, tomorrow could bring something different. Who knows as we've learned anything can change in a day. Uh, but we've not had any any of that. Our guys are, are all here excited about, uh, uh, you know, rocking and rolling. We do have one guy that, that's obviously uh, would be a big news story 
and uh, that's Xavier Thomas. Uh, he, he hasn't opted out. We are actually uh, holding him out uh, for medical reasons. He practiced in the day, but really uh, uh, treating him, you know, like an injury. Uh, you know, X has probably had more on him than anybody uh, since March. I mean, you know, he was having a great spring, super excited about this season and really had a lot of goals about what he wanted to do this summer to, to really ready himself for a big year. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, we, we leave in March for spring break and, and obviously the whole world gets shut down, facilities get shut down, uh, and then he gets COVID. Uh, and I, I, it's not something I'm going to, but, you know, I have permission to say that. Uh, he got COVID and, uh, and had to quarantine and all that. And, and then we couldn't, we had nowhere to work out. Uh, and then he got strep throat. Uh, just when we were getting ready to go, he gets strep throat. So he's out again uh, and, and probably picked up, you know, 10 or 12 pounds, uh, you know, during the whole quarantine thing. And again, not able to do what he needs to do. And, and which, which put him in a bad place mentally as well. But then we get back going with our mandatory stuff. And it was pretty obvious early on that, man, he's, he's, he's just nowhere near where he needs to be to play football. And, and you know, the number one thing is to, for these guys to be healthy. And the last thing we want to do is for X to, uh, to try to go and, and be, you know, uh, half of, of, of his potential. And, uh, you know, so I, I really, I'm really proud of X. Uh, you know, a lot of maturity on his part uh, and, and a lot of self-awareness, you know, uh, on his part uh, to just say, you know what, I'm, I'm not. I'm, and we recognize he's not where he needs to be as well. And uh, so our plan with him is, is really what we did with James Skowski right now. First of all, we, we, we got him in yellow and he's got it. We got to get him medically where he needs to be. You know, he, he's had a hard time when we got back uh, with his breathing and just Again, that's a combination of COVID, his strep throat, be, being a little heavy. And uh, so, uh, you know, our medical staff has a great plan for him. And uh, the plan is, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm actually, I'm excited about it. You know, I mean, you know, we always make our own plans, but sometimes um, there's a different plan. And, uh, but he's excited about it as well. You know, we're going to get him back ready to go uh, from a health standpoint. And, uh, you know, he's, he's going to, take a time out and get himself where he needs to be uh, mentally as well. And, and uh, just continue to be engaged, be ready. Just again, just like we did with Skowski. Skowski was working back from his, from his foot. And then we were like, you know what, if we could hold him, play him in four games, save the year. And that's kind of where we are with X because he's really, he, he really lost from March to now and was not able to do what he wanted to do and needed to do to get himself, uh, you know, ready to go. So, uh, but, but he's really embraced, uh, you know, his role is awesome to see him out here really supporting his guys and coaching his guys and, and uh, the guys stepping up for him. And uh, hopefully he's ready to go and can come back and, 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 uh, you know, play four games. If you remember Skowski, uh, we were able to hold him. And I think he played in, I think he played in the, uh, maybe the ACC championship, the playoff, and the national championship that year. And uh, it worked out to be a real blessing for him. I'm really glad that that happened. Same thing with Cornell. You know, we were able to redshirt Cornell. and Really glad that worked out that he's here. So, All right, so there's a little bit of Dabo Sweeney. we got more coming up for you in a minute, but let's react to what he just said, talking about uh, 
talking about Xavier Thomas for a few minutes because I, I think this is important. We got a lot of listeners over in the Florence market. You know, he, here's a kid in Xavier Thomas, folks, that I, I projected to this be his final year anyway at Clemson, quite frankly. And and I guess technically, even in a red shirt, it could be. I mean, he could play four games and still be good enough and healthy enough at the end of the year to turn the page and, and move on to the NFL. But, you know, when you hear Dabo Sweeney, it's not Dabo Sweeney's decision to make, right? But when you hear Dabo Sweeney talk about it, it, it almost feels like there is a belief that he'll play four games and possibly even come back for another year. I mean, that's kind of the vibe you get right now when you hear Dabo Sweeney talk about Xavier Thomas, which I think is a pretty big deal for Clemson moving forward. Now on that defensive front, again, they got a lot of great freshmen and a lot of guys they expect to step up and play. And I think that, you know, for me, the name to kind of watch now might be a kid like K.J. Henry, who redshirted himself a year ago and got to play a little bit. With that being said, our Kaufman's, uh, our Kaufman's fan poll over on ClemsonSportsTalk.com with Xavier Thomas redshirting. Who leads the Tigers in sacks? K.J. Henry, uh, Tyler Davis, Mike Jones Jr., Justin Foster, or would you take somebody else uh, to be on that list right now? And, and I think that Thomas would have had a huge year for Clemson. I thought he was selfless a year ago, not selfish, selfless a year ago. So, uh, you know, we'll continue on here with some of the things that Dabo Sweeney had to say. I've seen a lot of people pouring in their thoughts and questions because the topic of our show today is what's your reaction to Xavier Thomas redshirting Clemson. Tom says it doesn't bother him. Tom will be on the line with us in hour number two. What might still bother you though, is the fact that the Clemson Tigers and the South Carolina Gamecocks are not set to square off this year. There's an open date on September the 19th. I got my eyeballs on it because I know South Carolina doesn't have a game. Dabo Sweeney doesn't know who Clemson's playing yet. He mentioned Akron. He mentioned the Citadel. We told you yesterday the Citadel apparently has a game on that date. We're beginning to see more and more FCS leagues shut down and not play games this year, which is another topic for another date, another question down the road. But here's what Dabo Sweeney had to say about the Tigers and the Gamecocks uh, yesterday afternoon after Clemson's opening practice of fall camp. I, well, I mean, disappointed. Uh, I'm sure uh, the same as everybody. I mean, you know, it's, I mean, it's just, it's, it's kind of crazy uh, to be honest with you. You know, to think that, you know, we're, we're going to go all the way to Notre Dame, or uh, they're going to go to Texas or wherever, Mississippi, wherever to play. But you know, we can't, we can't ride, heck, meet each other. Uh, we'll go an hour and fifteen. You go hour and fifteen, and let's play a game. It's kind of crazy that. That, that that's where we are but you know that's uh those are decisions that you know will and i don't make and, and uh, i know will would, would love to be able to play as well and but that's just kind of you know uh, where we are so certainly disappointed uh but not anything i can control and we just have to we just have to you know focus on uh you know what we do control what kind of toll did it take on him with the COVID? if you could share some details of that and we'll skip over that one. I, I, I thought I had cut that one. Apparently I didn't, but uh, that was just talking about more from the standpoint of of Xavier Thomas and what COVID-19. By the way, I, I love hearing uh, <laughs> Dabo Sweeney, the COVID, and then uh, Matt uh, uh, <laughs> Matt from State Newspaper, uh, the way he says COVID as well. <laughs> I like to kind of get the, you get the little Southern drawl on that uh, covid uh, COVID-19, uh, but Dabo Sweeney was asked about players who might have any lingering conditions or issues with COVID-19 sort of after 
uh, he had talked about Xavier Thomas. And here's what he had to say about that. No, well, I'm not going to get into all details. Actually, that's not what he had to say. Here's what that was when he had to say about that. You know, we've been we've been really, really fortunate. Uh, you know, the great majority of our guys were uh, asymptomatic. And uh, so we've been really, really fortunate. You know, we had uh, two or three guys that, that had some symptoms. Uh, and, uh, you know, a couple guys that, that might have lingered for a, a little longer than others. But uh, we've been really fortunate. The majority of our guys have, have – uh, you know, been able to, uh, again, you know, get back to uh, their normal stuff, uh, you know, within the warranted time. You were on in the beginning here, but that's that was one of the things I opened up with. I, I'm, I'm blown away by these guys. Uh, I mean, and I, and I felt that since, since Mar really since probably April. You know, we were in a pretty good place in March, and it was like, okay, a couple weeks, you know, when nobody really knew. And then when we realized, all right, this is, this is how we're going to have to operate. First of all, our strength staff, Unbelievable job. I mean, Joey Batson and, and Greenlee and, and Hogan and Smo, they did an amazing job in trying to help our guys with whatever they had uh, do what they need to do. And you, but, but you know what? You can, you can do all that you want. It still comes back to the personal commitment. Uh, and, and, you know, one of the reasons we've been so successful is we, we have a lot of guys uh, in, in the culture of our program it's all about commitment and, and these guys are driven they're motivated they're self-motivated and so yeah I've, i was blown away i mean our guys have come back in really good shape we've had a bunch of guys who set personal records uh we've had a lot of pr set in the weight room but you know seeing them run uh i've been very i mean you know jackson carmen i mean here's a big guy that had a lot of quarantine and he looks better than he's ever looked I mean, I'm so proud of, of a guy like that. You got But that, again, that goes back to the culture of this place, to just the buy-in that we have from strength conditioning to nutrition uh, to, again, eating the right things, just fueling your body properly, getting the right sleep. So our guys, uh, as I say all the time, you know, what you do in the dark comes to light. And we got back out here today in, in, uh, in the light, and this was this was an impressive looking team. Uh, really, really uh, proud of them. And we had normal practice as far as you know. We went 20 periods. It's hot, uh, high tempo. These guys did a great job. Yeah, Dabo Swinney there talking about the players getting back after it. Great words from the standpoint of a young man like Jackson Carmen, who's also potentially going to play his final season at Clemson this year. As he would, uh, he's got a really good chance to be uh, one of the first round draft picks. Uh, next year on the offensive front, in my opinion, especially if he has a good 2020 campaign, if there's a 2020 campaign. And speaking of which, Dabo Sweeney was asked about you know his confidence level. We'll get into that. He talked about Justin Ross being out there. We also asked him personally. I asked him about two other names that we've been focused on here on this show, Joseph Ngod and Frank Ladson. We got an update on that front coming up for you here on the program. We got your questions as well, and we can pop them up on the screen like we're about to for uh, JQ Hall, who says he's on the way to Clemson from Charlotte to swing the clubs this weekend, and he only says Charlotte because no one heard of Belmont, North Carolina, home of the Tanner Muse. Yeah, absolutely, Belmont. Uh, uh, a sleepy little town in the Tar Heel State, if you will. 
Jake Hall, appreciate you. If you're watching the show, share the show. Help us continue to grow. Click the like or subscribe button wherever it formats you're on. We also have a Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Clemson Sports, and we will keep you updated with everything going on outside of Tigertown, inside of Tigertown, and around the ACC over on ClemsonSportsTalk.com. We'll hit a break. We're back right after this. Here's your chance to win $1,000. Text the nationwide keyword FAMILY to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. That's FAMILY to 200-200. Now, Columbia's most dependable traffic. Sponsored by Pope Davis Tire and Automotive. Home of the best tire prices in Columbia. Guaranteed. Fox Sports Radio 1400 traffic. A look at the road shows a wreck, I-26 westbound at the Lake Murray Boulevard exit. Also an accident on I-77 northbound near the Blythewood Road exit. The roadway is partially blocked. I'm Rob Sanders. You can reach out to me on the 103.5 FM WVOC traffic tip line, 343-1055. This report is sponsored by Brakes for Less. Brakes for Less is what we do. We know drums, rotors, pads, and shoes. If there's a squeal in your wheel, come see the best. 254 stop. Brakes for less. Adopt U.S. Kids presents multiple choice parenting. Your daughter just got invited to the prom. Do you A, meet her date? I need to see your past date report cards, your driver's license, a list of references, and this hair sample. B, help her pick out a dress. <gasps> Don't you just love the long sleeves and turtleneck on this pantsuit? Ugh. C, attend the prom undercover. Mom, what are you doing here? I'm not mom, I'm Calvin, the new kid at school. Or D, capture her big moment. Uh, Let's take a photo of you two. I'm in the middle. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers, but that's okay because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. You're not wired to have a response to this sound. You're neutral to it. You hear it every time you finish a meal and never feel anything. But if we were able to associate this sound with a new stimulus... Save the food. We've achieved pulling a natural response from you. Save the food. Why are we doing this, you may ask. Save the food. Because this ad is trying to change your after-meal behaviour through brainwashing. Because food waste costs the average family $1,500 a year. Save the food. Cha-ching. And 1500 extra bucks is like getting a pay raise. Save the food. Cha-ching. You're promoted. Which could pay for your child's braces. Save the food. Cha-ching. You're promoted. Check out my braces. So when you hear this sound, rethink your behaviour. Cook it, store it, share it. Just don't waste it. For tips and recipes, visit savethefood.com. Brought to you by NRDC and the Ad Council. Not on my watch, our military service members say, as they volunteer to serve. Not on my watch, they say, as they leave their families behind to keep the rest of ours safe. As they move out, stand firm, and take fire. So not on our watch, we say, to the severely ill or injured veterans who can't get the care they deserve, the therapists they need to walk again, the treatment they need to talk again, the lifetime of day-to-day help they need to live full and independent lives. When there's no more government funding or a nursing home seems like the only option or everyone says there's no hope for recovery, 
We won't leave one warrior behind. Not on our watch. Find out how you can do your part at findwwp.org. Follow Clemson Sports Talk on Twitter at Clemson Sports. Now more of Clemson Sports Talk. Take it away, Dad. It is the show that shakes the Southland. Clemson Sports Talk, Lawton Swan with you. Your questions here on a Friday afternoon. If you want to get to them, we got some stuff out of the Big Ten coming up here on the program today as well. 803-450-0086. Dabo Sweeney's a confident guy. He openly admits that. Dabo Sweeney uh, is well aware of the situation surrounding them right now with COVID-19. I mean, on and on and on. You could talk about uh, everything that Dabo Sweeney does and says and the, the, you know, the protocols that are in place. We can get into all of that. But he was asked by Gene Zapikoff of the Charleston Post and Courier you know, where his confidence level was right now because he was you know, a couple of months ago. I think it was, what, let's see, June, maybe May or June at some point. We heard from Dabo Sweeney, and, and he was pretty gung-ho that, you know what, it was a long time till the season. There was months available, and – it was almost like a no-brainer, like a no-doubter. And, and I think we all kind of thought that, right? I mean, I put together a video back in March. You can go dig it up on ClemsonSportsTalk.com. It's a, it's a hilarious video. And we essentially take clips from movies to put together a little skit to remind people to socially distance and wash their hands. And, and it was going to save the college football season. And here we are, you know, a month out, really, a little over a month out now with the new start dates. And we really don't know if we're having a college football season. So here's what Dabo Sweeney had to say. Uh, well, you know, I, I think I was just probably very optimistic, uh, as I try to always be. I'm, I'm, I'm always a half-full guy, uh, Gene, uh, always. And, uh, you know, maybe that's a fault, but that's never going to change for me. And, and again, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm thankful that hey, we had a great day today and just hopeful we get another day tomorrow. I'm, I'm not worried about an 11 game season. I'm just worried about having a great day tomorrow. And uh, you know, that's really the only thing I'm focused on and I'm 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 very uh, you know, hopeful that we're going and optimistic that we're going to you know be able to uh, find a way to play and, and do it in a uh, most importantly a safe way uh, for everyone, but you know, uh, again, it's a it's a best of one mentality. Uh, you know, we're not guaranteed anything, so you know, we just got to find a way to to you know, win the day uh, tomorrow. There you go, Dabo Sweeney. He also was asked about Justin Ross, as I mentioned. Ross, who's recovering from a uh, some off the off the field surgery or some sur- obviously glad it wasn't on the field surgery. <laughs> That'd be terrible. Um, uh, off season surgery for a degenerative uh, issue that he had that uh, could potentially you know have been. Uh, paralyzing at some point in his playing days and, and you know, trying to get that cleaned up. Dabo Sweeney said, hey, he's impressed with what he saw from Ross so far. I do have an update. Uh, I, I, unbelievable. Amazing. Uh, watching him out here today running up and down the field. I mean, 
I tell you, I've spent a lot of time in prayer for that young man, and I, I just, I'm just so thankful to be able to see him where he is. And you know, he's, you know, Coach Greenlee's kind of that's kind of his. Coach Greenlee was with Mike Williams every day, and uh, so he's got a pretty good resume as far as the type of rehab uh, that's ahead for for Justin. Different injuries, but the same type of, you know, just uh, sensitivity and care, and just I mean unbelievable precaution in what you have to do. But I tell you, the doctor up in uh, uh, Pittsburgh, Dr. Okonkwo, uh, uh, and I actually flew up to Pittsburgh uh, when he had his surgery and got a chance to meet with the doctor. I mean, he, he's amazing. And I mean, it's just mind blowing that there are, that we have doctors out there that can, that can, uh, you know, do the things that they do. So, uh, Justin has done awesome. You know, the, the first thing was, you know, uh, a six-week checkup. That was like the first big hurdle, and it was really great report. In fact, the doctor really felt like he was uh, very much ahead of where he could have hoped for. So that really put a lot of wind in Justin's sails. And then, uh, you know, so now, you know, we'll, we'll get another checkup here in another six weeks. And then come December, that will be a big, another big one where he'll have to actually go back up there and uh and do some uh metric type stuff but you know he's doing great uh looks great and, you know just like i said he, he doesn't feel anything i mean he feels normal but that's the doctor said that a lot of times older people do better than the younger people because younger people they 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 may feel good and they have a tendency to overdo things well, and that goes along the same lines of the COVID-19 deal, if you ask me, you know, listening to Dabo Sweeney uh, talking about Justin Ross, you know, the younger people tend to think they're invincible. And so we'll see where it goes from there with Justin Ross. Finally, staying with the wide receivers, and this is the last little bit of audio we'll play you here on the show today from Dabo Sweeney, unless you just request it. But he was asked, I asked him personally about uh, Frank Ladson and Joseph Ngata, the two wideouts that were, are heading to their sophomore year that will be relied on quite a bit. Yeah, both of those guys were not able to practice today uh, due to, you know, protocols, uh, you know, that we have going on. But but uh, hopefully they'll be back here soon. Thank you. But but they've looked great this summer. Uh, <laughs> in fact, Frank, I think Frank was like 208. Uh, so he's picked up, uh, I don't know, maybe – 15 plus 20, almost 20, 20 pounds since he first got here. And then man, Joseph is, he's, uh, he's, he, he's had an unbelievable summer and, uh, looks, looks amazing. Uh, and, uh, again, hopefully, hopefully those guys are, are, they're, they're in our protocol right now. Hopefully, uh, both of them, they're roommates. Uh, so hopefully they'll be back, uh, here sooner than later. So there you go, Dabo Swinney yesterday up in Tigertown. We've got all the audio, all the video, everything for you on ClemsonSportsTalk.com. Head over there right now and get all the latest. Oh, God, no. I get my news from the internet like every other normal person under 70. It's on the internet, buddy. That's where, it's, that's where it is. Go get your news at ClemsonSportsTalk.com. 803-450-0086. So, I don't know how much closer we are to the college football season. I was listening to my good buddy Mark Packer show this morning, Packer and Durham, and uh, he and Wes definitely were, were uh, they were, I don't want to call them doom and gloom, but they certainly weren't, uh, you know, wine and roses either about the college football season. 
I've been a guy who said on what back at the end of June, I didn't think we would kick things off in the fall. I'm still very much hesitant to believe it's going to happen, but I'm not right now feeling this weight of doom and gloom that some people still are because I see, you know, some of the positives. I feel a little more like Dabo Sweeney at this point. We're getting teams out there on practice, you know, practicing and uh, coaches are, are jawing at each other. I'll tell you about one big one, though, out of the pack, or excuse me, out of the Big Ten right after this. A grand in your hand. That would help out a ton. Winner. Amazing. After winner. This will be very helpful. After winner. Definitely keep me going until I hopefully go back to work soon. You could be next. This helps a lot. Your chance to win $1,000 is coming up. Listen for your CUDA text on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Hey, golfers. Have you been to the golf capital of the world yet? Myrtle Beach Golf offers a variety of custom packages featuring nearly 80 courses. Golfers have the option to create the exact experience they're looking for. Plus, Myrtle Beach Golf provides top-notch accommodations with over 15 resorts, all guaranteed to be a hole-in-one. Come join us for a short drive away in Myrtle Beach for your best golf trip by par. Book now at MyrtleBeachGolf.com. When a community grows, its hospital should grow too. And that's just what we're doing at Lexington Medical Center. We recently launched the largest hospital expansion project in South Carolina history. Our new 10-story patient tower will help us take better care of patients, including the tiniest infants who need special attention. It will also make room for the growing number of patients who need surgery and intensive care. At Lexington Medical Center, our mission to serve our community never wavers. We're here when you need us today, and we'll be there when you need us tomorrow. Hi, I'm Alicia Kaufman-Quentin. My daddy, Billy Kaufman, opened Kaufman's Meat Plant at our present location in 1955. My family still works hard every day to ensure fresh quality cuts of beef, pork, and poultry. How about a tasty T-bone, ribeye, or New York strip steak? But to order at Kaufman's Meat and Place. Just look for the signs near the intersection of US-1 and I-20 in Lexington. Call us at 356-0076 to place your order. Kaufman's Meat and Place, when you want the very best your money can buy. The August cycle continues, a mix of clouds and sun this afternoon. Very humid out there, nearing 100 with a heat index. And yes, a good chance of some scattered showers. For ABC Columbia, Channel 25, I'm Tyler Ryan. This report is sponsored by Unbound.org. Right now, there are young people across the world facing a tough choice. Continue their dream of education or drop out to help their family put food on the table. You can help change their future in a single moment. See how far your support can go at Unbound.org. Every year, Steve Faircal climbs the stairs at the John Hancock Center in Chicago, 94 floors to the top. It's called the hustle up the Hancock. It's hard to believe when you watch Steve today that a few years ago, his lungs were failing and he was fighting to survive. For eight hours a day, someone was pounding on my chest to try and keep my lungs clear. I honestly don't think I had more than a couple weeks to live. That's when Steve received the gift of life, a double lung transplant made possible by an organ donor. After I got my new lungs, I started doing things that I had never been able to do. I never knew that breathing could feel this good. Steve climbs to honor his donor and to raise awareness for organ, eye, and tissue donation. Wouldn't you like that when you left this beautiful planet that you could save a few lives on your way out? It's an incredible gift. Imagine what you could make possible by leaving behind the gift of life. Learn more and sign up as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Go to organdonor.gov. 
A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Chances are there'll never be an emergency ever again. But just in case, let's talk about a plan. Okay. Who is going to grab the go bag? What's a go bag? It is a bag we do not have that is filled with things we really, really need in an emergency. Guess we won't have to worry about it then. Well, this is great. <laughs> I am so glad that we don't have a plan. I know. Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Visit ready.gov kids for tips and information. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Sports Radio, Fox Attitude. 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 You're listening to Fox Sports Radio, 1400. Clemson Sports Talk on a Friday, a little Bon Jovi there. And uh, speaking of Bon Jovi, I, I watched two kids. It was actually the trending topic on Twitter today. Two kids listening to music they'd never heard before. And one of the songs was uh, In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. And to watch those kids when Phil Collins hits the you know, the drums, uh, bringing the beat there. And then I end up watching these kids for probably 20 or 30 minutes doing all kind of different things, listening to Elvis for the first time. I mean, on and on and on. But, uh, you know, some of the things that we're getting into now that we used to not get into uh, because of COVID-19. So, Ohio State and, and Michigan don't like each other. Uh, they just, you know, they're, they're, not, they're not friendly, <laughs> if you will. Well... Get this. So reportedly, I believe it was on a conference call. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, head coach at Michigan, accused Ohio State of breaking rules during COVID-19 by having an assistant coach on the field. There was a photo apparently that came out and there was an assistant coach working with players on the field. And at that point, from what I understand it, Ryan Day essentially said, you know, not you worry about your own team. But then later on, according to reports, and buddy, this is spectacular. Ryan Day, according to Bucknuts.com, <laughs> told his team that they are going to hang 100 on Michigan this year. And that Harbaugh better be worried about his defense. And I'm going to tell you, that made me feel like we got college football looming. I mean, there are other reports out there that make me feel a lot differently, but that one made me think, all right, rivalry football, let's go. Let's get after it. You know, the SEC, they still haven't put out their schedule, which I know has been frustrating uh, for a lot of people. Quite frankly, I don't blame you. Kind of ready to see it myself. Uh, our buddy Mike Yuva, Watch Fox 57, tweeted out the old gif from the movie Caddyshack where the old fella says, well, we're waiting. Yeah, we're, we're waiting. I can't wait to see uh, what some of these schedules look like and, and just kind of give us a better, you know, a better idea of what we're lining up against in all the conferences around the country. But I do have some major concerns about FCS football. And, you know, Dabos, when he said you heard him, he said, look, we have had none of that when it comes down to players opting out. And, and that's not surprising. 
and I've said that to you for a while now. When you are the, you know, when you're like the cream of the crop, when you're at the top of the, you know, the top of the mountain, you know, one of the things that I think you have to be excited about is that students and student athletes are going to want to participate. South Carolina had a couple of players already announced that they were opting out. That was when he says, we're not having, we don't have any of that. You know, we've seen players now making this tough choice. One young man actually who came down to Clemson and Syracuse, Cooper Dawson, who's from the Charleston area, red shirt defensive lineman announced on Thursday that he was going to opt out this year. Syracuse was supposed to practice yesterday and did not because they wanted to hold a team meeting. Ohio State, in response to a group of players in the Big Ten who were concerned about their health and well-being, Ohio State said, we set the standard in this league. We want to play. Like, Ohio State wants to play. And the reason they want to play And they back their school safety measures. And you're going to see the same thing at Clemson. You're going to see the same thing at Alabama. You are going to see the same thing at Georgia. You are going to see the schools that can compete for a title have the players step up and say, we want to play. But the schools who are on the verge of going, oh, I don't know, four and six in their league, one and nine, those kids aren't necessarily going to be ones willing to run out there and play. And what concerns me about that And what concerns me about that mindset, and look, I believe the players have the right to be concerned. Don't don't misconstrue this. But I believe because of that mindset from the standpoint of the teams that aren't very good and the difference of the teams that are really good and the way they see it, I think you do have to begin to concern yourself with whether or not Programs at the bottom of these team, these leagues will even be able to field competitive ball clubs. And again, this is all assuming that we're going to play college football this year. That's the other assumption I am making, that we are going to play. But when you've got All of those players at these schools starting to opt out. Big names. Potential stars. That's one group you've got to watch. It's going to be the big name stars at the schools that don't think they can win a championship this year or they are tied to some other underlying health issue in their family. Okay, those are the two. When you talk about the stars. Everybody else, especially at schools that aren't going to have great seasons, we may see a rampant amount of opt-outs here shortly. And at the smaller level as well, you're beginning to see it. 34 student athletes at the Citadel opting out right now, or they at least did not show up for fall camp according to head coach Brent Thompson. I want you to think about this for a minute. Even if they are athletes at the Citadel, 
These are military-minded men. And 34 of them where core and honor and discipline and, and, and all of those things are the fundamental principles behind you know, the, the, you know, who they are. Commitment, loyalty. 34 at the Citadel did not show up for fall camp. Let, let that sink in for a minute. 803-450-0086. We've had a lot of reaction to our question about Xavier Thomas. You can react as well, and we'll put your stuff up. If you're watching the program, you can text us, but never while you're driving. 803-450-0086. We come back and react after this. Kirk Commercial Construction is a licensed general contractor in South Carolina. Since 2011, Chris Kirk, a Columbia native with 20 years of construction experience, has believed in meeting his customers' needs. Kirk Commercial Construction is capable of performing any retail or office expansion, new construction, metal building, or commercial renovation work. In addition to Kirk's commercial construction projects, their service division can assist you with commercial and maintenance tasks. If you need it done right, call 803-250-2495 or Kirk Commercial Construction. For 28 years, the professional staff of the Hobbs Group and Hobbs Group Advisors has been dedicated to helping others achieve their financial goals by delivering quality, objective financial and accounting solutions to a diverse client base of individuals and businesses all over South Carolina. We offer tax and audit services, bookkeeping, payroll, litigation support, employee benefits, personal financial planning, investment management, and insurance services. Please call us at 803-799-0555 or visit our website, HobbsCPA.com, to learn more about our people and services. Are you worried you might have COVID? Veritas Surgeon Care in Lexington has COVID testing so you can find out. They keep wait times low, are veteran-focused, and handle both insured and uninsured patients at low cost. Most importantly, every patient gets the time necessary from Dr. Hatami to treat their needs and COVID testing through a secure and separate part of the building. Pre-book an appointment today at solvehealth.com. S-O-L-V-Health.com. We put the the urgent in urgent care. Hey guys, Lawton Swan here. I was hanging out in the backyard with my son Mason a couple of years ago and he said, Dad, you're the best father ever. When I asked him why, he said because when I go outside to play, I don't get eaten up by the bugs anymore. Imagine that, me a hero when all I did was call my good buddy Trey Powell at Mosquito Joe. With their routine service plan, no more bugs and no more bites. Make yourself the family hero. Call Mosquito Joe today. 803-223-7916 That's 803-223-7916 Six. Outside is fun again. This is the sound of a blizzard treat at DQ. But it also sounds like a weekend bike ride, a post-game celebration, and a sunset on the dock. Wow. Doesn't a blizzard treat sound good? Stop by DQ and grab one today, like new Oreo fudge brownie. Thanks for being the sweetest fans in the world. DQ. Happy tastes good. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Uh, dealing with battery problems? We've got you. Let's start with a free battery test. If you just need a free charge, we can help with that too. And if it's time for a new battery, you're in the right place. We've got a full selection of batteries starting at just $79.99. That's what makes us America's number one battery destination, where help is always in stock. Based on data from the NPD Group Incorporated Car Care Track, 12 months ending December 2019. Get in the zone, auto zone. They had snuck in in the night and committed these murders. Nobody had a clue about a who or a why. 
got eight people dead and uh, things like that don't usually happen in a small town. I mean, they don't usually happen anywhere. Somebody was trying to send a message. I, I don't think there can be any doubt about that. They couldn't have written a more sinister story than what's playing out in Pike County, Ohio right now. Find the Piketon Massacre on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. For victims of drunk and drug driving, our grief is unique, but you are not alone. Matt is here to help. Call our 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. That's M-A-D-D dot O-R-G. Fox Sports Radio 1400. Online at foxsportsradio1400.com. On your phone with the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. An iHeartRadio station. Friday afternoon edition, we get you home, and don't forget, about 6.40 today, uh, Clemson will be coming off of the practice fields. We'll hear from both Trevor Lawrence and James Skalski. We'll have that for you on ClemsonSportsTalk.com, and we'll have reactions to what's said there as well for you live on Facebook, so make sure you like or subscribe. Actually, the I should say, those will be on Facebook, Periscope, and uh, Twitch.tv slash Clemson Sports. So wherever you subscribe or like on whatever way you're viewing the show right now, go ahead and do that. And while you're, you know, while you're helping me out with things, why don't you go ahead and hit that retweet button or that share button and let more and more people know about the show that shakes the Southland so that we can bring them in uh, to the program. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Bring them in. (laughs) <laughs> bring them in. Even your even your Gamecock friends will enjoy this program. So you could continue to peek over the fence at the best radio show in the nation. Oh, man, does that get me rocking and rolling. Cleveland, man, where are you? You could call and leave us a message, 803-450-0086, 803-450-0086, if you want to be a part of the program that way as well. Again, we were talking about players and opting out and players potentially sitting out and the numbers of guys that are doing so and – it's an uncomfortable thought process, but a process that's being thought about by a lot of young people, and they have every right. Again, I have said from the beginning, I will never be the one that puts the wealth over the health in this argument. I am always for what these student-athletes want to do, and you could say, yeah, but Swanee, it might collapse the whole entire college football season. It might collapse the whole thing as we know it, and I will tell you, uh, this whole thing as we know it, is not as valuable as the life of those individuals. And this thing as we know it will get itself back right. Like it it you know, it's not like this is a, a hole in the in the side of a boat that can't be fixed. I mean, this is something that might take more time to repair than you would like to acknowledge, but there are crews on the scene doing what they can to take care of it. So I don't feel as if this is going to be the eternity of college sports and college athletics. But what I do believe is that these individuals have every right to make the decisions that they make. And as we said here, when people were speculating that that Xavier Thomas was going to sit it out, I was like, look, man, it is. this is a young man in the COVID-19 era. Yeah, he's had some issues in the past. I thought last year he was selfless, but people have reacted to my post and said otherwise, which has been a little bit surprising to me. But, hey, you know what? Everybody's got an opinion, and... uh that's what it is. Jay says it was a very smart decision. 
for Xavier Thomas to redshirt this year. And again, he can play four games. I mentioned Clemson Tom. He'll be coming up an hour or two. He said it didn't bother him. Max said he wasn't that big of a deal on the defense last year. I don't see a sudden change in how they run things. And, and I'm going to sort of disagree a bit with Mac. Uh, I, I thought he was a tremendous asset a year ago. I know his numbers weren't huge, but you know, for a guy that's just a obliterate you off the edge kind of guy, speed rusher to adapt his game, I've said it for a few weeks. I, I thought that was a you know I thought that was important. I thought it was an important part uh, of the story. Uh, another note that that came to us too, uh, not necessarily on the standpoint of Xavier Thomas per se, but uh, Edward chimes in the program he says who are the backup receivers well edward this will this will excite you a little bit i guess Um, if you are watching the show right now we are about to post the link to clemson's updated football uh, depth chart that came out yesterday we got it updated in our system uh, over on clemsonsportstalk.com so we're not sending you the PDF from Tigertown. We've got it updated. If two guys are, and the link is now available for you, uh, if you're watching the show, if two guys are listed at the same spot, uh, they are considered the or category is how Clemson has them listed this year. And so from that standpoint, a couple of notable things that that I saw on here, and I, I think more impressive to me than Braden Galloway being the starting tight end, which I absolutely assumed uh, really was the fact that on Clemson's depth chart, uh, there was no Jalen Lay. We penciled him in at the third string, but they've got him behind Galloway, Chalk, and Davis. So that was a bit surprising for me from that standpoint. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence, your number one guy in the clubhouse at quarterback, followed by Tyson Pumachan and DJ Uwe Ungalale. If you want to know how to spell those names, you'll have to call me after the program. <laughs> you know, uh, then you've got it running back Travis Etienne backed up by Lynn J. Dixon the, the second stringer and then at 13 they got Ches Malusi Darian Rincher and uh, Mikey Dukes there is no uh, Demarcus Bowman there although yesterday Dabo Sweeney was asked about Bowman's speed and uh, since you know the last time he saw him and now seeing him on, on campus playing or at least getting after it a little bit and Dabo said he didn't get slow <laughs> so uh, he's not listed currently on the the depth chart coming into the fall camp. Uh, wide receiver, one of the starters, Joseph Ngata, backing up uh, Ngata is E.J. Williams, the freshman uh, from Phoenix City, Alabama, same hometown in high school, uh, as one uh, Justin Ross, who we mentioned moments ago. The other wide out starter, Frank Ladson. Those two were not at practice. I posed the question to Sweeney. He said they were out because of the protocol, and they are kind of looked funny at the camera roommates, which I assume means they've got some sort of COVID-19 symptoms or cold or whatever, keeping them out. Uh, Cornell Powell, the backup to Frank Ladson. And then the third starter, no surprise here, number three, Amari Rogers, backed up by Brandon Spector, and then Will Sweeney coming in at third team wide receiver. I mentioned the tight ends a few minutes ago. Here is your offensive line from left to right, left tackle Jackson Carmen no surprise there left guard Matt Bockhorst Cade Stewart who uh, we talked about 
earlier in the week on uh, JB and Goldwater's program, they asked me about Cade Stewart or about the offensive line. And I said, look, that's a guy that a lot of people don't know much about, but I think it's going to be a pretty good uh, player for Clemson this year. Uh, Will Putnam or Blake Vinson at right guard right now and Jordan McFadden anchoring things uh, on the right side of that offensive line. And so then the backups are a lot of young guys. Mitchell Mays back up at left tackle along with Walker Parks, who Dabo Sweeney was a look cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs about. Uh, so you know, it was an interesting day to say the least. We hit a quick break. We come back with more right after this. Clemson Sports Talk with Lawton Swan on Columbia's home for sports. Fox Sports Radio 1400. Fox Sports Radio 1400 traffic. Traffic slowdowns this afternoon include Old Cherokee at Highway 6, I-77 southbound near the I-26 split, and a wreck Lake Murray Boulevard at Rocky Creek Trail. The 103.5 FM WVOC traffic tip line is 343-1055. This report is sponsored by Northern Tool and Equipment. It's hurricane season. Northern Tool and Equipment is everything you need to weather the storm. In stock now, generators, gas cans, tarps, power tools, and more. Stop by Northern Tool today or visit northerntool.com. Lawton Swan here. And I know in sports we're always talking about the big guy. Well, let me tell you, when you're buying a car, you don't need that. What you need to do is head down to Orangeburg to my good friends at Ferry Chevrolet Cadillac. Four generations of family-owned business right there at Ferry Chevrolet. No dock fees, no tricks, straightforward pricing in a low-pressure environment you'll love. Check them out online, ferrychevrolet.com, or call them, 803-536-1600. It's Ferry Chevrolet Cadillac, just a short 30-minute drive off of exit 145A in Orangeburg. Group training is a fun, accountable way to get in shape. I'm Coach Stewart of Dynamic Health and Fitness. Come train with one of our special groups today. We will focus on giving you the support you need to get in shape. We use the Dynamic Mob, featuring intervals of cardio, functional training, and strength training to change your lifestyle to make you healthy. Get started today at any of our locations in Lexington or West Columbia, or call 803-408-4060 or online at dynamichealthclub.com. When you get in your car, you need the best directions to get where you want to be. You will arrive at your retirement in eight years. The same is true for your retirement. You need a voice to guide you along the way. Join Pat Struby for Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat's 18 years of experience can help make your retirement journey feel like a drive down easy street. Arriving at your retirement. Saturdays, 6 a.m. on Fox Sports Radio and Saturdays at noon and Sundays at 9 on 560 WVOC for Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Let me tell you who I trust to protect my home and my family. Modern Exterminating. Hey, it's Lawton Swan, and when you need top quality service from a team that knows what bugs you, call Modern Exterminating, 765-2315. They're locally owned and offer a full complement of pest elimination services, including complete pest control, termite plans, moisture control, and more. Check out Modern Exterminating online at Pest freesc.com or give them a call today 765-2315 modern exterminating they know what bugs you you wanted to see me yes please have a seat so here's the thing when this company brought you on we took a chance on you you didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for right but we gave you a shot anyway and since then you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all thanks you've been an important asset to the team but i don't think you can be an intern here anymore we want to hire you. You're, you're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. 
They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Fox Sports Radio 1400, WCOS Columbia, and iHeart Radio Station. It's time for Clemson Sports Talk with Lawton Swan. Ready, Just call me Swanee. Hour number two. That's drop time right here on the show that shakes the Southland. Lawton Swan with you. Thank you for being along for the ride. My man, JQ Hall said, Swanee, what about Niles Pinckney? You didn't bring him up. Yeah, he was listed uh, not on the depth chart, but there was a note that uh, said essentially that he would be returning to practice today, um, and which was yesterday, and that he would be listed on future versions. So, uh, no, 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 no worries there. If you were worried about that, uh, as my man, JQ Hall pointed out and good eyeballs on it. I noticed that too yesterday and not going to lie to you. I thought, Oh, that's weird. But then, yeah, there was a little addendum, a little note. And I just didn't, I didn't put him in. Cause quite frankly, I don't know which, you know, side of the defensive tackle spot they put him in on. I mean, eyeballing it. I'm assuming he's ahead of Jordan Williams. Uh, I don't think he's going to be ahead of Tyler Davis. Uh, those guys are all very competitive and a nice rotation uh, for Clemson from that standpoint. 803-450-0086. It's a Friday. You know what that means. Clemson Tom's making his way home from the J-O-B after getting the job D-O-N-E this week. And we'll get hooked up with him here momentarily if you have any questions or thoughts on anything going on in tiger town let us know we've got full practice updates coming for you uh, they get off the practice fields about 6 40 today we'll hear from james skalski we'll hear from trevor lawrence and then we'll have our reaction uh, to that for you we'll have you covered over on social media as well so uh, just kind of keep your eyes and ears tuned in uh, on Twitter, at Clemson Sports. If you're watching on Facebook, like the page, subscribe. Do all the things that you got to do uh, to be a part of it because it's a lot of fun chatting with you every day. And we're here for you. And Clemson Sports Talk's got a 2020 special. We made 2020 a good thing. $20.20 for one year of coverage of your Tigers. Uh, one of our best deals ever. The only deal that ever supersedes it that we've ever had is our $17.76 
Independence Day special. But 2020, you can't beat it. Come join us and hang out and help us grow posting our forums. Some people would use the term loosely and say we might be the brains of the operation, but I can guarantee you you're the heart of the operation as Clemson Tom steps into the program this afternoon on a Friday. Sir Tom of Clemson, what's going on, brother? <laughs> Sir Tom of Clemson. Nothing, man. I just walked out of the office. It's Friday. Feeling good, baby. How about yourself? It's a Friday. There's Clemson football camp day two. We had the big weigh-in this week. I mean, there's a lot going on. I know a lot of people are still very concerned about players sitting out. But at Clemson, Dabo Sweeney says, no, they've had none of that. And, you know, they didn't force these guys back. They gave everybody the option, employees and everyone. They said, look, if you're not comfortable, you don't have to come back. Tom, I get the feeling that the opt-outs in college football are going to come from more. There's going to be a much larger percentage of players who opt out from programs who don't really have a shot at a national title. Would you agree? Uh, I could see that. I know the Citadel just had a bunch of players. Uh, they opted out. Um, or they didn't show up or something. Yeah, didn't show up. And I brought, I brought that up a minute ago. Really sure. I, think that's, I think that's significant, Tom. And, and here's why. Because whether they're athletes or not, and I said this to our listeners a few minutes ago, and I'm going to say it to you and I'll get your thoughts on it. These are military men. These are guys that are loyal. These are guys that deal with honor. These are guys that, you know, are, are taught to run into the face of fire, enemy fire, and, you know, all of those things that go into the protocols of being uh, loyal and, and tradition and honor, all of those things, right? And 34 guys at the mm-hmm. Citadel didn't show up. That's a scary number in my opinion, given the fact that that's a military-based institution. Yeah, that's, it also kind of that, – I thought about the exact same thing when I, when I read it. I was like, man, I don't – is there something going on or, or what? Maybe they don't feel comfortable. I, I'm not sure. I, I would like to see uh, someone kind of report a little bit more on it than just right. 34 guys didn't show up. Um, kind of what, what was the reasoning behind it. But I, you probably will see that a little bit more um, than often. I, but – there's so much like, like up in the air, like so much unknown that we've never had this much unknown ever. I mean, people are still saying, oh, I mean, are we going to have football season? I keep telling those people, shut up, you know, take the negativity elsewhere. Yes, we're going to have football season. I don't even want to talk about it, not even having it. You know, it's funny. Dabo Sweeney called himself a, uh, a, a glass half full guy. He said he's always going to be an optimist. But I can even hear just a tinge in his voice, the recognition that, I mean, they are on very thin ice, it feels like, right now from the standpoint of still getting to the season. As optimistic as we all are, I can even hear it in Dabo Sweeney's voice. I think he recognizes what's going on around him, and I think that bothers him. Uh, I don't know if it scares him, but I think it bothers him. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, knowing how he is, prob- I would say yeah with that one. Um, just because it's yeah, I can see it bothering him, honestly. The unknown about everything. Well, he's got the most to lose. I mean, they're preseason number one in the coaches' well, yeah, poll. Let me ask you this, though. If there is no football season and we are ranked number one, are we national champs? Yes, absolutely. Put the trophies up. Where's That's the parade? When's the parade? The socially distanced parade. <laughs> the social distance parade. I would say he would have the most to lose, but I also think I think his heart would go out to the to the juniors and the seniors that would be leaving, like uh, like a Trevor Lawrence. 
you know, he's probably like looking at Trevor going, all this hard work you put in in the off season, you know, and when you're that, when you're that level of a Cowboy player, your junior year is really, that's like your Heisman year. Because Trevor's not coming back, man. Right. Um, so this right. was like his real big, his sign-off year, his statement year, his redemption year. Then you got guys like Ethan who came back, and he was like looking at these guys and going, man, you know, you, you came back for all this. I mean, his heart has got to go out to them, especially if, let's just say, there isn't a football season. Like, what do those guys do? You know, do they have, like, it would be awesome if they did, like, a five-on-five or a seven-on-seven flag football to where it was almost you could draft these guys. And there was, like, these these miniature teams of just college football players that were just drafted and were on the, I don't know, man, the CVS pharmacy team, you know, just something. And that was a way for us to kind of watch them, but they could also harness their skills and still work. Um, on on their timing, on on the routes, you know what I mean, like and just so people can still see this. So the teams that want to draft them can still see him. Like, okay, he's looking good. Okay, this has gotten better. This was a concern. Now it's not. Um, that would be kind of cool to see happen. You know, I'm gonna say this. I'm more optimistic now than I was in June on June 27th when I made the projection that we weren't gonna have a college football season. I'm not optimistic that we'll finish a college football season, but I get the feeling that we're gonna at least start one Clemson will start one this year though without Xavier Thomas we posed the question over on social media Tom you said quote it don't it didn't bother me they're going to use him like James Skalski they're going to potentially allow him to play four games this year I thought this was his last year at Clemson anyway but you know if you listen to yeah. Dabo Sweeney it sounds like Thomas might not only be interested in doing this red shirt deal but you kind of get the vibe that maybe he might be willing to come back another year he needs to come back another year. He has not lived up to the number one defensive end in the country hype. That's why I told you it didn't bother me. Has he been dominant? No, he, he hasn't been on a, a branch or or Courtney Brown or, uh, oh, gosh, I'm, my mind just going Big Beasley? Uh, Big Beasley. He hasn't been on Shaq Law. Like, he's not been at that level at all. I mean, he'll have – oh, he had a good he had a good hit against Syracuse. Man, I couldn't tell you what else he really he's really done since he's been here. He's well, I thought I, I'm going to be in, in fairness to Xavier Thomas. I, I I think last year people are overly critical of his numbers, but I thought he gave a lot to that defense because he was asked to do a lot of things that aren't really in his skill set. Because when they went to some three down looks, I mean, he was constantly having to just sort of you know having to hold the edge and contain the edge and, and couldn't couldn't get on his horse and get after the quarterback I'll, like he wants to. I'll give you – yeah, I'll give you that. He's not going to – yeah, it's not the skill set to be a three-down end. I'll, I'll, I'll back you on that. But at the same time, when you when you come in with that kind of height, that kind of – That's know, fair. Potential, you know, you kind of – I would expect a little bit more productivity out of him. Um, maybe that's just me. I mean, I like the kid. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not dogging him at all. But at the same time, I think he could. I think he would do well with with the fourth season to come back. I don't think he's a three and out kind of talent. I mean, if you tell me right now, if he had the exact same year as he did last year, he wouldn't go in the first day of the NFL draft. No, I don't not, think. Not I, I, I think he's. I think he's a. Yeah, I think he's three. I think he's third round, second, third round, late second, early third rounder right now. I'd put him fourth, 
this. Yeah, I don't really see him going any, anything major. He could use – I, I just, just me. I mean, I could be wrong if they're wrong a thousand times. Um, I would think he could use another year to maybe get a little bit more fast, get a little bit more bigger, um, to work on those three down things. In the NFL, they don't care. Oh, it's not your skill set? Okay, cut. You know, go to somebody else. Sean says, I'd love to see him sit for 10 games, get healthy, get strong, get lean, and play the last four, including the national title, and help lead us to our third championship in five years. <laughs> you know what? Me too. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, that's a good shot. The Ohio. Uh, yeah, he could play four. I, I did yeah, he could play. Yeah, he could play another year even after that one. Uh, the Ohio grandpa says it's always a good idea to take care of your health. Hope he comes back at a hundred percent next season. So, again, I mean, he could yeah. he could do the four game deal this year. He'd still have two years to play in college if he did that. That's what's insane about but it, really. Even, yo, yeah, if he has a really good year, if he comes back next year and has a really good year, then yeah, I think he should go. But I think he would benefit from another year. But I didn't realize Mono could put you down that that hard. Well, he had he had strep and COVID, COVID and strep, not mono. Yeah, mono I've had, is. I've had, oh, I, thought it was mono. I think uh, okay, Say Say Genis. I think Say Genis has mono. Had mono, tight uh, freshman oh, okay. tight end. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. I remember hearing mono. You got your probably, uh, <laughs> you got your doctor's reports wrong from all, but that's kind of what it feels like. Like you know, I even asked Dabo about uh, about Frank Ladson and Joseph Ngata, you know, because I thought those two guys were. Two people everybody want to hear about with T. Higgins and um, you know with T. Higgins going to the NFL and Justin Ross being out. And Dabo said, "Well, those guys are in protocol." And then he said they're roommates, and he couldn't you know say why. So I kind of connect the dots that those guys either have temperatures. <laughs> I mean, or... <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, that's, I'm not a detective, but let's go ahead and call it. <laughs> right. I think Nagata. Nagata's going to have an outbreak year, and I want you to look at the tight end. Um, Braden Galloway. Galloway. Yeah. Yeah. Watch for him to have a phenomenal year. It's been a while since Jordan Leggett, since we've had a tight end that can do the things that Galloway can do. Uh, Those two cats, I'm looking forward to to seeing what they can do because a tight end can just confuse the defense. It, It gives you an extra weapon. And my goodness, I, if you're a tight end and you can catch the ball and block real well, you and me are going to get along just fine. Look for Galloway. Clemson Tom's here on Friday afternoons. And again, if you want to be a part of the program via the phone lines, here's what you have to do. Give us a call. Leave us a message. We'll play it on the program. Just make sure you don't say anything that we can't play on the air. And we will get you in. Clemson Tom, uh, I want to ask you from this standpoint, it did feel like college football was back uh, when – Yesterday, it was reported that Ryan Day, after being accused of having a, well, there was a photo with a coach on the field with the linebackers. Ryan Day went back and told his team, we're going to hang 100 on Michigan this year. He's so angry. What do you think? That's good old-fashioned college football. Oh, man. Like, Harbaugh is a clown. Man, he can't, he cannot hang with Ohio State. But for him to say that is, like, (laughs) I love it, man. I hired this this kid uh, last August, uh, graduated from Michigan, uh, right into his office. He asked me if he could put a Michigan rug down there, and I, I started laughing. I was like, when are you going to be Ohio State? And um, so we've got that going on in the office. But I asked him about it. He loved it. And he was like, but it means nothing if we can't beat Ohio State. And I told him, I was like, like 
you've got to do something. Y'all haven't beaten Ohio State in forever. And then a, another another guy, one of my sales guys is a Gator, and he comes up starting to talk a little trash. And I was sitting there smiling, and I was like, man, we're, we're finally talking about something besides face masks, coughing, social distancing, and all this other nonsense. Like, we're finally, we're finally talking football. And I just, I just, I was like basking in the glory of the trash talk. It was awesome. Yeah, it did. I love it. It it did make it feel a little bit more normal. By the way, you can follow Tom on Twitter at Clemson Tom. You know him from his time on YouTube. I'm sure if TikTok had been around, Tom, you would have been a TikTok sensation. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Those kids are on there doing the dances. I'm trying to help my neighbor's daughter uh, figure out how how to grow her TikTok. And then Xander's like, I need a TikTok. I'm like, no, we're not doing a TikTok. But it's that thing is so complicated. She was like, How do I grow my followers? Oh, like, it's no yeah, it's it's really not I mean, it's tough. That's all I could tell. Yeah, you. we were doing she had us doing like dad dances, like it was over like a lip sync battle she had us do on hers. I can't figure it out. I, I really don't know it. But you I overheard just a minute ago, you you're you're doing dispatches. So people can call in, leave a message, and they can you can play the dispatch. Is that what they're called, dispatches? Yeah, it's called like a dispatch, like you know, like you know, dispatch the like a dispatch. Like you please. just, I mean, yeah. for, for us, you just dial the the number eight zero three four five zero double zero eighty six and leave a message. Yeah, that's the still is you're leaving it's like a dispatch almost. That's awesome. I'm not sure so what a can, dispatch can, like, is. Right. Can you help me? I mean, mm-hmm. I understand like if we're calling the police out to a the scene of a crime, we're di- it, it, what? Yeah, we- you're leaving a message. You're leaving. You got to give it a name. You know, you got to call it the the Clemson the Tom Tigers voicemail Tigers. line, the Clemson Tom dispatch you know, line. Uh, <laughs> no, just call. You need a sponsor for that thing. Yeah, Clemson Tom, send me a check a about two hundred a month, and we'll call it the Clemson Tom dispatch line. No, I, I can't. Okay, three hundred a month, if you insist. If you insist on going up, three hundred. Okay, a month. If I, no, seriously, <laughs> we got to get you a sponsor for this thing. Then you can go to the whatever something dispatch line. The and then, TikTok you know, you dispatch line. I, if you get TikTok to sponsor your <laughs> show, brother, heck yes, because now it's going to be a Microsoft thing. I'm telling you, from a business standpoint, yes, that would be awesome. We got to work on that. And then you can be like, all right, let's go to the, I don't know, the Piggly, the Piggly Wiggly Hotline and take on your dispatches. And you play, I'm telling you, man. Oink, that's, oink, that's my good thing. man. Get, you need to get you some magnets, too, to mail them out to all the new subscribers. We got t-shirts. Website. We've been doing t-shirt giveaways yeah. all summer. Yeah, but listen to this. Now the t-shirts, now you can, do, you can do a magnet. You put the magnet on your car, and you change it up every season. You can change it up for big games. Oh, man, everybody likes a good Clemson magnet on the car, brother. Tom, final question for you. Clemson still has an open date, September the 19th, South Carolina. Guess what? They don't play until September the 26th. Is the, <laughs> rivalry, is the rivalry dead? No. I mean, can we – I know it's, there's like some petition going around. Why can't we? Like legitimately, why, why can't we? Why can't we just meet? What are they, they going to do? Shut down our season? What are they going to do? Fine us? Like, legitimately, what are they going to do if we just if they just show up and they're like, "What's up? Let's play." What? What can't they can't do anything to us? What's the NCAA going to do? They ain't do nothing to UNC for having fake classes. Like, seriously, what are they going to do? 
it's a non-sanctioned uh, game called called an in, an interstate scrimmage for bragging rights. They're not going to do anything. It's like the substitute teacher, like the old substitute teacher lady was always eighty-six, four <laughs> feet in front of you. So you like cut up in school, but you told her your name was like Steve. And so she's like, oh, Steve was a bad kid. And the real yeah. was like, who is Steve? One, man, we don't know, man. Like, he's crazy. She can't do nothing. Just like NCAA, they're not going to do anything. What's Swaffer going to do? Nothing. Play the game. Meet somewhere. In a pasture, something. Let's do it. Tom, we'll talk to you next week, buddy. All right, brother. Have a good weekend. <laughs> All right, man. Meet somewhere in a pasture. We'll play it. Line them up. I like it. I like it. And we're going to have a scrimmage. We're going to scrimmage the Gamecocks. We're going to play four quarters. We're going to make it such a scrimmage that it's almost like a real game. It's almost like a real game. 803-450-0086. Never text while you're driving. We hit a break. Stay with us. Here's your chance to win $1,000. Text the nationwide keyword HOME to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. That's HOME to 200-200. A grand in your hand. That would help out a ton. Winner. Amazing. After winner. This will be very helpful. After winner. Definitely keep me going until I hopefully go back to work soon. You could be next. This helps a lot. Your chance to win $1,000 is coming up. Listen for your cue to text on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Fox Sports Radio 1400 traffic. An accident this afternoon on 321 at Glen Road. We also have a wreck on I-77 northbound near the Shop Road exit. I'm Rob Sanders. You can reach me on the 103.5 FM WVOC traffic tip line if you are stuck. That number is 343-1055. This report is sponsored by the T.J. Martell Foundation. The T.J. Martell Foundation is there for cancer patients. Help make a difference in the fight against cancer. Join the music industry to help fund the doctors who will help your family and friends fight cancer. Donate today at tjmartell.org. When a community grows, its hospital should grow too. And that's just what we're doing at Lexington Medical Center. We recently launched the largest hospital expansion project in South Carolina history. Our new 10-story patient tower will help us take better care of patients, including the tiniest infants who need special attention. It will also make room for the growing number of patients who need surgery and intensive care. At Lexington Medical Center, our mission to serve our community never wavers. We're here when you need us today and we'll be there when you need us tomorrow. Hi, I'm Alicia Kaufman-Quentin. My daddy, Billy Kaufman, opened Kaufman's Meat Plant at our present location in 1955. My family still works hard every day to ensure fresh quality cuts of beef, pork, and poultry. How about a tasty T-bone, ribeye, or New York strip steak? But to order at Kaufman's Meat and Place, just look for the signs near the intersection of US-1 and I-20 in Lexington. Call us at 356-0076 to place your order. Kaufman's Meat and Place, when you want the very best your money can buy. You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college. This is beyond a simple donation. It's the opportunity for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money, What you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day, that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives and engineers. People who can change the future just by being a part of it. 
My name is Alicia, and I'm your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Whoa, long time no see. It's me, the rock t-shirt in the back of your closet. Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in like forever. I get it, you're retired, but I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Families affected by disasters urgently need support. Help the American Red Cross provide meals and shelter to those affected by disasters, big and small. Donate to Red Cross Disaster Relief. Go to redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS. Stay on top of today's pop culture. Ace and TJ Mornings and today's hit music all day on 104.7 WNOK. It is the show that shakes the Southland Clemson Sports Talk. Not sure uh, there what happened, but okay, we're good. We're rocking and rolling. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm trying to figure it out myself. Uh, let's see. I think if I eject that, we should be good to go. All right, there we go. 803-450-0086. Apologize. I think, we're, I think everything's straight. Woo-hoo. Sometimes you uh, get a little hitch in the giddy up, but we survived it. All right, let's see. Uh, JQ Hall gave us a call, left us a message. We'll get to that in just a few minutes. JQ, appreciate it. Thank you to Clips of Time for hanging out with us. Again, Trevor Lawrence today, James Skalski today. That's coming up uh, at 640 right now is the plan. So uh, if that changes, we will let you know again. Full coverage of the Clips of Tigers over on ClipsonSportsTalk.com, including a fantastic interview with Patrick Sapp. Uh, Patrick Sapp was... Ask about Dabo Sweeney, and he said he didn't grow up with a silver spoon in his mouth. An excellent interview with Pat Sapp for our premium subscribers. Make sure you head over there uh, and check all of that information out and share our fall camp notes. Again, Syracuse players are weighing the NCAA's opt-out offer as preseason camp begins. Cooper Dawson, who was a former recruit that came down to Clemson and Syracuse, I think. I can't remember if there was anybody else in the mix. Dawson's out of the Charleston area. Chose to go to Syracuse. Uh, he had a really, really cool um, commitment video, uh, as I remember, because he had a buddy who was. I don't. You know. I don't. I'm not sure how he. You know what the. You know what circumstances he's dealing with. Whether it was. Uh, you know, an issue from birth or, or something that happened, but I know he had a buddy that was uh, in a wheelchair beside him, and it was a really cool moment. Kingsley Feynman, I believe, was a young man's name, uh, looking back at it now. And that young man, whether it was cerebral palsy or, yep, and, uh, you know, is a paraplegic, uh, you know, Cooper Dawson had him right by his side for his commitment. That was a big deal. I mean, everybody was talking about that nationally when that came out. But Dawson's opting out this year. You see that there are other Syracuse players potentially 
opting out. Uh, we see multiple players across the country opting out. Uh, some notable names that have opted out so far. Josh Jackson, the quarterback at Maryland, opted out back on August the... Uh, let's see. Nope, that was actually today. He opted out on the 7th. I was thinking that was July. Uh, Chandler Wooten, linebacker at Auburn, senior linebacker, opted out yesterday. Rondell Moore, wide out at Purdue. Uh, second second team preseason All-American opted out on the 6th. Uh, Jacob Pen- Penansic at uh, Michigan State defensive end. He's a starting defensive end, opting out. Greg Russo, defensive lineman at Miami, informed Manny Diaz yesterday that he would be opting out. He's one of uh, the top 40 players potentially in the country. Uh, Kerry Martin, safety at West Virginia, opted out. Micah Parsons, the linebacker, one of the former, I can't remember, was he a five-star prospect coming out of high school? Uh, Micah Parsons, I'd have to go back. I believe he was out of the Pennsylvania area um, as well, but I just can't remember if he was a five-star recruit or not. I know he was a – if he wasn't, he was a borderline uh, five-star recruit. I, I do recall that. But Micah Parsons choosing to opt out this year. Let's see. Yeah, five-star outside linebacker. So Parsons opting out. Um, he is expected to opt out of the season and prepare for the NFL draft. Uh, Rashad Bateman, wide receiver at Minnesota, announced that he's opting out. Cassidy Woods, wide receiver at Washington State. Caleb Farley, cornerback, Virginia Tech. What we see in this list are players that are, you know, Ravon um, Bonner, running back at Illinois. Players who are, you know, have a lot to lose. In term, now, look, everybody's got to lose if it's their life. I think we get that. But players that have a lot to lose in terms of uh, the professional game are the players that are opting out at this point and players on teams who aren't really competing for titles. Uh, just a handful of those names we mentioned are on teams that are going to be competing for a national championship. Speaking of opting out, Marvin Wilson, star defensive lineman at Florida State, says, uh-uh, not me, I'm not opting out. He called it a form of quitting. He made it clear on Thursday that he plans to suit up for first-year head coach Mike Norvell. You might recall that Marvin Wilson was one of the young men that was kind of leading the way for Florida State at one point at the beginning of the summer uh, to not go back and work out because of of some things with Mike Norvell that uh, they wanted to see a little bit more from him on the front of social uh, issues and justice, as my memory serves me correctly. Social uh, issues and justice, as my memory serves me correctly. And they met with the head coach and uh, got everything squared away. And, and now here's Wilson, uh, sort of on the opposite side of that, you know, stepping up and saying, we are, you know, we are going to get after it and we're going to play and I'm all in and I'm, uh, you know, I'm the captain of this team. And uh, that was, you know, where it ended. That situation with Mike Norvell previously was about uh, where he had mentioned that he had called all the players to talk to them, and he hadn't. And that sort of made uh, Wilson and and other players, you know, feel like he had not been truthful in what took place. But Wilson went on to say, "I put too much work into this program. I put too much emphasis into some of these young guys' lives." I feel like that would be a form of quitting. And in my opinion, 
to just opt out at this last moment right before the season. We worked too hard together during the offseason, this pandemic, tough times, to just give up. I feel like that would be disrespectful to them, uh, disrespectful to them of showing them uh, the way that they could be a true null. I don't rock out like that. I'm definitely going to play this season and give my all. Again, you've got to remember this comes after Wilson challenged Norvell on that claim that he had had one-on-one conversations with every player on his roster uh, following the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis, Minnesota back in er the early summer. So that's what we're talking about today. Players opting out. Dabo Sweeney says they don't have any uh, opting out at Clemson. That is an interesting list, though, of players to kind of keep your eyes on to see how it grows over the next couple of weeks. LSU players give an update about protections before the season. Next. Live from the $1,500 Instant Rebate AAA Heating and Air Weather Center. Tonight, the sky's clear and the lows dip to the mid-70s. Tomorrow, hot, mid-90s with some scattered late storms. For Channel 25 ABC Columbia, I'm Chief Meteorologist John Farley. This report is sponsored by Compassion International. We're all feeling the weight of COVID-19, but for kids in poverty around the world, things are becoming desperate. Join Compassion International and provide for a family in poverty. Make your one-time $40 gift. Text HOPE to 83393. I'm Jensen Karp, and I'm a comedy writer and diehard sports fan who has been terribly missing the sports I love. So I'm checking in on them with my podcast, The Sports Bubble with Jensen Karp. Your favorite athletes, commentators, and legends from the sports world reveal what they've been doing without sports for months now that they're preparing to return inside a bubble. Were they staying in shape, or did they add the quarantine 15? Is the bubble really just sleepaway camp with, like, arts and crafts, and everyone sleeps in the same room in pajamas? Oh, like, you're not curious. iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts, but don't take our word for it. Find the Sports Bubble in the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get podcasts. They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. Our military service members volunteer to protect us in the most dangerous places around the world. They step up. And when they are severely ill or injured, returning to their families is only the beginning of their long road home. Beyond all the hospitals and doctors and surgeries they need just to survive, they also deserve whatever they need to truly live. All the in-home care and day-to-day help they need to live independently, on their own terms. Wounded Warrior Project long-term support programs were established to provide these brave men and women whatever they need to continue their fight for independence at no cost for life. So many of them need us, and it's time for a grateful nation 
to step up. Find out how you can do your part at findwwp.org. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Mothers Against Drunk Driving supports victims of drunk driving drug driving, and underage drinking at no charge. Call our 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. That's M-A-D-D dot O-R-G. Want to hit a home run with your smart speaker? Alexa, play Fox Sports Radio 1400 on iHeartRadio. That sounds like a pretty good choice to me. There we go. I think we got everything back to normal on the show today. I don't know what happened during that last break, but I think we're all squared away. Thank you for hanging out with us here. Clemson Sports Talk, Lawton Swan. Jonathan listening to the program left us a voice message. This is easy, man. You can do this. It's it's easy. You dial 803-450-0086, 803-450-0086, and leave us a message, and, and we'll play it on the air. Hey, Swanee, Jake Hall here, Jonathan Hall. Um, I just want to go back on the uh, whole Citadel situation. So, obviously, they have a game apparently scheduled in Southern um, the same date that we've been hearing talk of Clemson possibly scheduling them now with possibly 34-some players opting out. Do you think that throws a major curveball in the whole scheduling process? Um, If so, who maybe is next on target and when would you think we would hear uh, an opponent? Thanks. That's a great question, Jonathan. Um, You know, Akron was the other school – that was on Clemson's schedule in the non-conference. Notre Dame was as well, but they're now a conference game. We know that South Carolina was uh, as well. Uh, currently, um, it looks like if let me let me let me double check one thing real quick. Um, where where can I get the old Clemson schedule? Because right now. Akron's website lists Clemson uh, as their game on September the 19th. So it looks like it appears that might be the new game. That might be some breaking news here on the show, honestly. Um, I don't remember Clemson's old schedule. It's weird how your brain works. I can't even – I was trying to think where I could dig it up. Uh, Old Clemson schedule. Uh, Akron would have been a different game. So, uh, let's see. 
I don't think Clemson's put anything out. But that may be some breaking news here on the program. Uh, so it looks like Clemson may be hosting Akron that day. Let me see what the Citadel. Uh, nothing like live radio, but it looks like we might actually be breaking a little breaking a little news here. Let's see what the Citadel has on their schedule. It would be something if they have Clemson listed. If they have uh, Charleston Southern. Um, so as best I could tell, uh, Akron right now does have the Tigers listed, uh, as their opponent, uh, for this season, uh, on that date on September the 19th. So maybe our hopes for Clemson and South Carolina are dead. <laughs> But that's what it looks like. I'm trying to, I'm pulling it up again. I want to double check. I'm a, I'm a verifying kind of guy. So let's see. Looks like it. So perhaps that's the one. It looks like that might be the case, but yeah, that, that news about the Citadel, man, they're supposed to open the season against Elon, Elon. I don't even know if they've got uh, anything. I don't know if they've got anything on their slate anyway because of uh, their ordeal with uh, their conference choosing not to play. And I know they were fighting to play and James Madison were fighting to play. There were a lot of schools out there fighting to play. But right now it does look like that they, it's going to be Clemson and Akron if you could trust Akron's website um, right now. So that's what that's what we're looking at. I don't know, man. It's a, a unique time for sure. Uh, I can tell you that. I, I would venture to guess, Jonathan, at this point, you know, connecting the dots, I'm no Einsteiner, but with the fact that Akron has Clemson listed, I think it is pretty safe to say that that game uh, will end up taking place, uh, that that'll be the game uh, that, that Clemson ends up having. So especially given what we hear, and I don't know how it will affect over the long haul the Citadel. Um. But that's one of those things that, you know, I think as fans in this state, you'd like it to be the Citadel simply because you want to be able to support those in-state schools. But they've already got a game scheduled in Akron, schedule listing Clemson. So uh, that's, that's what I see. Uh, so far on that front, and I haven't seen any reason not to think uh, that that won't be the case. So, again, it looks like that might actually be coming out, uh, you know, may actually be coming out here in just a second when we put it up. I don't see anybody reporting it. So, uh, let's see. Nothing yet. Um, that's also listed on ESPN for Akron by the way, which I don't believe that wasn't the original date of that game, was it? I mean, that was my question. I just can't remember the old schedule, like right off the top of my head. Was that the original date anyway of that Clemson-Akron game? <laughs> it's amazing. I, the old schedule I can't find anywhere. I mean, I know they they were playing them early in the season. Does anybody have a, like a schedule calendar on their phone? Because uh, I don't have that listed. 
if you do comment, let me know. Because that feels like that would have been about the right day. So maybe that's not any news. Maybe that's not breaking news. The Citadel was at the back end before the South Carolina game. The Akron game was early. But what date is what I don't remember. And so uh, with that you know, being said, uh, I don't know why that game wouldn't be the game unless Clemson's trying to get out of it. Yeah, I looked at the uh, that site, FBS schedules, but I didn't see the old schedule. I saw. I can I can only see this version of the 2020 schedule, not what it used to be, in 2020. Maybe, but that Akron game probably would have been about September the 19th anyway, which makes a whole lot of sense why you wouldn't change it at this point. I I don't know, Jonathan. I I may be more confused after this segment than I was when we started it. <laughs> to be honest. I'm going to try to look during the break, though. We'll put a bow on the week and the show right after this. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. Or S, speech difficulty. Then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately. Because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs. Face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to ditch the car and start rollerblading to work. I look ridiculous. You look ridiculous! You don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your organs on the black market. Lie back. This is going to hurt. Yeah, that hurts. You don't need to rent out your apartment to drifters. I made a fire with the wood in your bedroom. That's my dresser! And your closet door. You just need an internet connection. Don't get left behind. Start your personal savings plan with the tips and tools on feedthepig.org. That way, you don't need to sell all your belongings and live in a commune. These dungarees belong to all of us now, Tom. 
Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. There are many sounds in your day-to-day life. There are sounds that wake you up. Sounds that make you smile. Sounds that energize you. And sounds that help you relax. But there are some sounds that can alert you to danger and can help save lives. Wireless emergency alerts, now on many mobile devices, use a unique sound and vibration to bring you information about severe weather events, amber alerts, or other emergencies in your area. With critical information from local sources you know and trust, you can be in the know, wherever you are. For more information, visit ready.gov alerts. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Fox Sports Radio 1400. Online at foxsportsradio1400.com. On your phone with the iHeartRadio app. And on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. An iHeartRadio station. What have you done for me lately? It's a fair question. Just don't lose sight of the bigger picture. Don't forget history. Lucky for us at Clemson. The answer to the questions, what have you done for me lately, and what have you done always, are the same. We win. Final segment on a Friday, the show that shakes the Southland. Okay, even more news on the uh, Akron Zips. Again, that game was already scheduled for September the 19th. Okay, so when we went to their site, that was an old game that's listed. Clemson doesn't have a game listed there. Uh, The Citadel has a game listed against Charleston Southern. To further complicate this whole ordeal, if you go to Google and look it up, there's no game listed for Akron on that date. So it seems like it might be wide open. Now, there is some other news, though, that's a a major problem for the FCS uh, level. Um, Right now, I don't think the championships are going to happen. The FCS won't uh, have a, you know, won't have college football this season or at least a championship in 2020. Um, Here's what I've got uh, real quick. So the big sky makes it official and says that it fully supports the NCAA shifting the FCS championships to the spring more than 50 percent now of the fcs teams have officially canceled their fall season which takes that division below to the threshold needed uh, to hold a championship event the fcs will be canceled if over 50 percent of the 127 playoff eligible teams don't play Right now, there are 13 in the Big Sky, 12 in the CAA, 9 in the MEAC, 7 in the Patriot, 9 in the Pioneer, 10 in the SWAC, and uh, 8 in the NEC. That's 68 teams. 68 teams. If over 50%, they won't play. That was uh, 64, and they are at 68 right now. 
Now, they said that calculation does not include teams in the Ivy League, which also won't play but doesn't participate in the FCS championship. And it looks like the schools above won't be the only ones. Hmm. Man, what a year. What a year. And uh, you're just continuing to see this. So I I don't know if they're going to have an FCS football season or not. The Missouri Valley Football Conference uh, to cancel the fall season and look to the spring. That news came after the Big Sky made their move. North Dakota State lost all three of its non-conference games as the decisions were made by the Pioneer League, the Pac-12, and the the MEAC. The Bison were scheduled to play Oregon, Drake, and NC State. North Carolina A&T. According to sources, North Dakota State, the Bison, are still pursuing non-conference options in the fall. I even saw one coach tweet out yesterday, I think it was the East Tennessee State Moccasins coach, tweet out, we'll play you anywhere. Got a team ready to play. They'll play a whole road schedule if they have to. Yeah. That's that's de- that's a depressing kind of feeling, and again, so I you know I I don't know I, I think the Power Five if anybody pushes through this it'll be the Power Five. Uh, a game against a team like Akron could end up being off the table. Honestly, I mean you know if we're going to talk about players from teams who don't really have a chance to play for a championship, why would the group of five teams unless they're going to go compete for themselves for their own title in the in the spring? What are you hanging around for? What are you what are you doing? Well, we just want to be a part of it. Part of what? Part of a season where players are sitting out left and right, part of a season that we may not even finish. I think they'd prefer to just wait. Why not? They they definitely don't have as much to lose as these power five leagues and these power five teams. And in those Power 5 leagues and in those Power 5 teams, there are a select few that have more to lose than others. Clemson, one at the top, got a ton to lose. Alabama, at the top, ton to lose. Ohio State, at the top, ton to lose. I mean, those three teams more than anybody. Like, you could try to sell me on Georgia, and I kind of look at Athens and I go, okay, prove it. We're waiting I look at LSU, I think about the number of starters they lost from a year ago. You know, hard to imagine they hard to imagine they're the fifth team in the country, honestly, but we'll see. You start going down that list. Oklahoma, I'm at the prove it level. Like I hear you. I hear your rattler. But can you can you strike? You've been rattling for a while. You're really going to be rattling this year. But can you strike? I mean, really, the the only teams, honestly, at this point, that I really trust to win a national title are Clemson and Alabama. <laughs> like, you almost want to look at Ohio State and go prove it. Been waiting. Been waiting. But I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. There's so much up in the air. I'm glad to know that the... Akron deal wasn't like some breaking news, and I'm glad to know I didn't tweet it, uh, that we just kind of got into it. 
Edward says you need hooked on phonics to pronounce our backup quarterback's names. Pronouncing, not a problem. Spelling, a problem. Pumachan, Uyungalale, I got that. Spell it, P-H, Umachan. <laughs> Uyungalale, U, something after that. Just call him DJ, that's easy. I can spell DJ. I can spell DJ. Hey, look, we've had a lot of fun this week. I hope you've enjoyed the way we're doing the show now, broadcasting it uh, on so many different platforms with the user engagement. Please share the show. Tell your friends, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Or actually later after practice. Until then, as always, y'all take care now. And go Tigers! And Sports Talk with Lawton Swan on Columbia's home for sports. Fox Sports Radio 1400.